0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had some questions come in recently about the Strong Warfare Prayer, which my mentor in college, Connie Anderson, uh, she taught this prayer to me in October of, I think it was October of 2020, maybe October 2021, but uh, this was a tremendous asset. I absolutely love this prayer. I pray it every day, You can find it in Good Spiritual Hygiene, which is available on Amazon. And yeah, so, but there's certain things that are a little bit mysterious in this prayer. So good questions that came in. So the first one was about lost or fallen souls. And so the question was, what are these lost or fallen souls? And it's a great question. (laughs) So this would be my best effort at interpreting this. So I i am not an expert in what happens after death. That is, it's a mystery. And so I will just report on what I have heard from uh, different people. So Francis McNutt had a very beautiful talk that he did at one point. Francis McNutt was, uh, I guess now he's the late Francis McNutt, but he was one of the major people who taught on deliverance and healing throughout the 20th century very highly esteemed very honored man and so he was also I don't know if he was like an official exorcist for the Catholic Church but probably for quite a while and so he would talk about how at times he would ask what spirits were in a person and there would be all these horrible names um, lust greed murder incest etc and then all of a sudden there'd be one that would be like and George and he, so that one was always a little bit odd. I mean, we know that the enemy is a liar. And so was that a true name? Um, who knows? I mean, it could have been a lying spirit that was calling himself George, but it's also possible that it was some, like a, a familial spirit, shall we say, um, maybe ancestral spirit or, uh, anyway, I would say, Dr. Francis McNutt would hold with open hands what that entity was, which is why he would send everybody, everything to Jesus. (laughs) So when he was doing deliverance, he would just say, go to Jesus and let him deal with you as he will. Because from his perspective, it's like, well, if it is a human spirit that has somehow gotten lost, Jesus is going to be able to sort out where that person should go or that spirit. And if it's a lying spirit, Jesus knows what to do with that one too. So, uh, it was also interesting in this particular class that he was teaching, he asked the participants about whether they had had any kind of an experience, or maybe he didn't ask them, but like, uh, what was their experience with ghosts? And there was actually a pretty shockingly high percentage of people that have had some kind of an experience with ghosts. So again, this is, I personally do not think I've ever had an interaction with what what I would consider a ghost. So this is entirely just based on anecdotal history, but from people who actually are much more well-versed in this than I am. (laughs) And so this idea that there are just entities that are in the world, we can read these all over the place. Um, Willa Cather has a beautiful book, my Antonia. Antonia? I forget how to say it. Antonia. I don't know. But anyway, there's an accent in there in the syllable that would not be where I would put it. But beautiful book. And at one point, one of the characters dies. And there's a sense of like this entity lingering for a few days. And you hear that actually pretty regularly. That You know, my dad came and said goodbye to me after he passed, you know, two days later, the person was at the foot of my bed. What does that mean? I have no idea. I'm just saying it is something that does happen. And I think that like any other thing in the universe, Jesus has a solution for it. And so, uh, oh, I guess I actually do have one. I, this would be an example maybe of a ghost story. Um, I once was driving to a different city and I had a beautiful drive there, praying, singing all the way there, met with beautiful believers while I was in the city, drove back. And by the time I got home, I was practically shaking. Um, I'd had a little bit of a car issue and just was like, Bob, something is really off. I don't know what's going on. And so he prayed about it and he was like, oh, I think that you actually drove through a place where there had been a murder or something like there's still blood guilt that is on you. So he just wiped me off and it literally felt like I had been a rubber band that had been stretched and I snapped back to myself. And what does it mean in the scriptures when Abel's blood is crying out from the ground? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Is it metaphorical? Is it literal? So to me, I just pray this because I feel like there are unexplained phenomena that I would like to be covered by the blood of Jesus. But I also recognize if not everybody is willing to go there, this is not a hill I'm going to die on. To me, this is like (laughs) a very minor thing that is interesting to speculate about, but I don't think we're really going to get answers on this one, this side of heaven. So Lord... (laughs) I was not expecting to record a message about this, so I just hand this up to you. Lord, for all of the places where... Uh, I just think about the points of pain in this earth. Lord, Um, a few years ago, I was reading an article about how we don't know where the slave sale places were. That throughout the South, we know that those existed when enslaved people would come and be separated. But obviously, they're they're not commemorated. And yet those are places in the earth that had a lot of pain associated with them. Uh, we think about the concentration camps and what those who what those places hold. And so, Lord, um, I just ask that as you actually speak peace over the earth, as you give us the ability to be walking out your glory, Lord, I'm asking that we would do that with Oh, with the fullness of who you are, that we would be walking that out with you, <laughs> that we would be able to speak your peace and your reconciliation and your forgiveness, your cleansing into this broken, hurting world. Thank you, Lord. Amen.